0: This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 57. Hi, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Well, I just got back from Tucson, Arizona, where I had a tennis-packed weekend at the 2014 Tennis Congress. The Tennis Congress gives amateur tennis players, people like you and me, the chance to play with and learn from some of the absolute top teaching professionals in the world. These are people who work with tennis players on all levels of the professional tour and with elite juniors. And they're not just tennis coaches. There's also fitness coaches, nutritionists, and physical therapists of all kinds working with you to improve your game. If you've listened to some of my earlier podcast episodes, then you may remember I also attended the very first Tennis Congress, which was held last year in Atlanta, Georgia. Both of these events were an absolute blast and did so much to advance my own tennis knowledge and experience, and I got to meet some super cool people, both faculty members as well as other attendees. While I've got a lot more to say about the Tennis Congress in coming weeks, I wanted to pass on some travel tips I used during this trip that might come in handy for you the next time you have a getaway that involves tennis. I know many of us travel for tennis, either to play for fun, to play in a tournament, or to attend a tennis camp or instructional event. In fact, the day after I got back from the Tennis Congress, I got an email from Danielle, who was herself on the way to a tournament and was wondering about tennis travel. Here's what she said. Hi, Kim. I discovered your website and podcast this past summer, and have devoured every article and podcast. I really enjoy and appreciate your honest, thoughtful, and helpful tips. I was on two USTA teams this summer, 3.0 women, 18 plus, and 40 plus, and both teams made it to districts. My 40 plus team went to sectionals in New England, and we are going to California in two weeks for nationals. My question for you is what advice do you have for traveling by air and car with your rackets and other gear? Since you just traveled to the Tennis Congress, I'm curious to know what your packing strategy is. Thanks, Kim. Well, Danielle, first I want to say congratulations. I am so envious of you getting to go to a national level USTA tournament. My summer USTA team did not do anywhere near that well. I hope you and your team have a great tournament and I also also hope you'll email me after it's all over with an update on how the tournament goes for you. So about those travel tips, well when you're traveling for tennis you want to make sure you've prepared as well as you can so that nothing goes wrong to ruin your tennis experience. Especially if you're going to a tournament you want to make absolutely certain you and your gear are in top tennis condition to play. With that in mind, here are my tips for traveling for tennis. Number one, prep your tennis gear well in advance. The time to look through all of your tennis gear and make sure it's in good condition is not the night before you're leaving on your trip. Why? Because if you do this, as I did this past week, you'll find out that your racket needs restringing, but you don't have time to have it restrung before you go out of town. Don't be like me. Be sure and check your rackets and have them restrung at least a week in advance. And make sure you have any other gear that helps you feel comfortable on court. I'm talking about shoes, grip wraps, towels, hats, visors, sunglasses, and anything else you like to have handy. You may be traveling somewhere that you won't have access to any of these things, so be sure and bring them along if you want to play your best tennis. Number two, decide whether to pack your rackets or carry them on. I think this is a big issue, but most people don't get too worked up about it. The reason I care is because I actually have researched what the TSA has to say about carrying your tennis rackets on an airplane and while they don't have anything specific to say about tennis rackets they do prohibit carrying sports gear that can be used as a bludgeon. I'm of the opinion that a tennis racket may qualify as something that can be used as a bludgeon. So I'm always just a little worried when I carry on my tennis rackets that they'll be confiscated by security or that I'll be scrambling to try and get them through baggage check In a cardboard box exposing them to who knows what dangers. But the reality is that I've traveled a number of times with my rackets and I've always carried them on and I've never ever been told I can't carry them on. And this past weekend in Tucson I know almost all the people attending the Tennis Congress carried on their rackets and I didn't hear of anyone not being allowed to bring their tennis rackets onto an airplane. So, my conclusion is you can carry your rackets onto an airplane. And this is what I do because my tennis rackets are my most expensive piece of gear and I don't want them to get damaged. But do you want to carry on your tennis rackets? Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to pack them in your suitcase so you don't have to fool with them on the plane. I, myself, never do this because I'm really afraid they might get cracked somehow going through the whole luggage system. But there are plenty of people who don't worry about this happening. For example, on the sh- shuttle that I took on the way back to the airport this weekend, I sat next to a young man who is out playing on the tour. I think he said his ranking is like 1600, but I might have misunderstood since I don't know how far down the rankings go. But he did just graduate from college, and he's now starting to play professionally, so his ranking would naturally be very low. Anyway, I noticed that he checked his bag that had all of his rackets in it, and that it was even one of those soft side racket bags that holds like 12 rackets. So there wasn't really any protection for those rackets at all in that bag, other than some padding. But he apparently wasn't worried about them getting damaged. And his rackets are obviously important to him, so I guess you could use his confidence as a gauge of how likely it is that your rackets might get cracked if you put them in your suitcase. If you do pack your rackets in your suitcase, I recommend you stack them together to reinforce each other, and that you pad them with all of your clothes so that you have some cushioning around them as they go through the luggage system in the airport. Now one last thing about protecting your rackets while they're in transit, if you're going to be in a car, be sure you do not store your rackets for any extended period of time in your car, especially if you're experiencing bad weather. The inside of your car can get brutally hot or icy cold depending on the temperature outside and you don't want your rackets to be negatively affected by temperature swings. So bring your rackets in from the hot or the cold when you arrive at your destination. And let me just note, I know I go overboard on protecting my rackets, but it doesn't take a lot of extra work to protect them, and they're expensive, and so I think it's important. Somebody else might not think all these precautions are necessary, but I take them because I don't want to spend $200 on a cracked racket. Okay, back to the travel tips. Number three, clean out and pack your tennis bag. I have always used my tennis bag as my carry-on bag when I'm traveling for tennis. I do this because it's a very roomy bag, and it's a backpack, which means the weight of the bag is more evenly distributed across my back and shoulders when I'm carrying it through the airport, and the handles of my rackets point up with a backpack, as opposed to sideways with a tote bag, so I'm a lot less likely to whack anybody in the head with my rackets when I'm boarding the plane. But when using your tennis bag as a carry-on bag, be sure you clean it out. You do not need to carry the 12 team rosters, 3 towels, 8 pens, and 2 notebooks on the plane that you usually carry in your tennis bag, or at least I carry in my tennis bag. And I myself always have a pair of scissors in my tennis bag, so I take those out too, even though I think I would be allowed to take them through security. But I don't really need them when I'm traveling, so I take them out. Number four, take two tennis rackets. I think this is important, although a lot of players at the Tennis Congress didn't seem to think it was, because a lot of them only had one racket. In my opinion, you should always have two tennis rackets with you because you never know if you'll break a string or crack a frame or have some other racket disaster occur. This is especially important if you're traveling for a tournament. While you might be able to borrow someone else's extra racket, and I'm sure that would have been easy to do at the Tennis Congress, when you're playing a tournament, you want to make sure you have the racket that is exactly right for you. And number five, rest and relax when you return. I believe it is very important that you not schedule a match for the morning of the day that you get back home from a tennis trip. That is what I did. And let me tell you, that night after I got back home from a full day of travel, I was really dreading that match. My shoulder... And my neck were hurting from some of the serve work I had done over the weekend. And my calves felt extremely tight and sore, probably from sitting in the airport all day and then on the plane for most of the evening. I was lucky, however. My match got rained out and it gave me a chance to rest, relax, and do some foam rolling, stretching, and light massage that day. So don't be like me and schedule a match on the day you get back from your tennis trip. Well, those are my tennis travel tips. I did a podcast episode a while back on the items that I consider essential to pack in my tennis bag when I'm not traveling. And you might want to listen to that episode since it has some good ideas about additional items you could take along with you, especially if you're traveling to a tournament. That was called What's in My Tennis Bag, and you can find it at tennisfixation.com quicktips12. I'll link to it in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at tennisfixation.com quicktips57. I also did a YouTube video back when I was getting ready for the first Tennis Congress, and that was called Tennis Travel Essentials. It shows all the items I took along with me back then. I watched it and I noticed I didn't take quite as much stuff this time but you could check that video out again for ideas of things you might want to take in your tennis travel bag. Again I'll have a link to that video in the show notes for this episode and I'll also embed the actual video in this show notes for this episode so you can just go to the show notes and watch the video right there on the TennisFixation.com website. Or you can visit the Tennis Fixation YouTube channel, which is of course called Tennis Fixation, and you can see the video there. Again, I'll have all of the notes, the resources, links that I mentioned in this episode in the show notes, which will be at TennisFixation.com QuickTips57. If you've got tennis questions, tips you'd like to share or suggestions about what you'd like to hear on tennis quick tips be sure and let me know you can always email me at kim at tennisfixation.com all my contact info other tennis quick tips episodes and a ton of other great tennis tips can be found over at tennisfixation.com thanks for listening and happy tennis